Are you suffering from poor decision-making skills, lack of self-confidence and self-esteem? Do you have impeded development of social, emotional, and sexual skills? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Rachel, and you might be suffering from religious trauma. I left evangelicalism and started a podcast. I talk about my experience with purity culture, why I left, and the journey afterwards. I'm happy you're here. Come along for the ride. Cheers to leaving. Okay. Welcome to Cheers to Leaving, guys. Welcome. I'm Molly. I'm Rachel. Rachel, this is just another great throwback Molly and Rachel combo about Molly and Rachel. Purity culture. I'm excited to talk about purity culture. No. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. I'm ready to shit talk. Ready to shit talk? Okay. We're talking Let's about dating. Go. Christian Mingle. Hello. Welcome to Christian Mingle. My name is Brian, and I like long walks in the field, praying together, and drinking coffee while studying the Bible. <laughs> I was wait, trying wait, to be a Christian Mingle profile. I need my Christian Mingle profile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right, Christian. My dogs are my life. I want a man of God who you know, just has a passion for children because I want to be a mother. I have a twelve. I want twelve children. Well, I want twelve. I want to homeschool all of them. And I want us to date for six weeks and then get engaged and not kiss until our wedding day. Mm-hmm. 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 Nice to meet you, Kristen. <laughs> We're gonna get pregnant. Swipe right. In the first six weeks. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but like, how true is that story? Because I, I don't know if I'd say six uh, weeks, but at least six, six months. Yeah, at least. At in least. First, in the first two years, they get pregnant. First two years, uh, honeymoon, they get pregnant and they get married in less than a year. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that a lot. You know, it's dwindling now. I'm getting old. So, you know, at 27, I'm an old maid in the Christian, yes, you are. In the Christian circle. So I, um, all my friends are married. They've been married for quite some time. They all have like three kids. It's awesome. They're, you know, having their little lives and stuff. And I'm just waiting for, you know, I hate to say it, but the divorces are probably going to start rolling in pretty soon. Yeah, you're probably right. They're all, they're all going to hit their midlife crisis soon. And then they're going to be like, what did I do? I didn't live at all. I didn't date anyone else. I and literally got freak out. at 19. There was some a, of them will be just fine. Some of them will have super successful marriages. and Yeah. I mean. It'll be a 50%. It's 50%. The divorce rate is 50% in the church and also not in the church. Yeah. But isn't it funny that it's the same in the church as it is in the secular world? In the secular world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so. Uh, because, you know, at the end of the day, relationships are relationships. And. Yeah, if you don't know how to have good relationships. God's not going to keep you together. No, He's just God, not. God, your love for Jesus won't it's keep not you enough. together. No. It's not going to help you, you with your communication work. problems or yeah, your you porn addiction. work on your, <laughs> that one. <laughs> that one, the porn addiction. I, okay, so I feel like people who weren't raised in the church, I rarely hear them talking about like porn I feel like oh my god same it's only Christians it's just a Christian man they love to talk about their porn addictions everyone's addicted to porn Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's true I did an episode a while back with deconversion therapy and I shared a story about a man who publicly displayed his porn addiction and how it almost ruined his marriage all over Facebook yes Um, I remember that episode that's a good episode guys you should go back and listen to that it's a good one and I didn't name any names, but I did post the full letter on the blog and you all should go read it because it's so cringy. Ugh. Ugh. And 
I do remember telling him that I'm pretty sure his porn addiction wasn't actually an addiction because he was literally trying to save himself for marriage and had a high sex drive. And I was like, pretty sure purity culture did that to you, my man. So let's just chill. No, he just ignored me. (laughs) I actually, I still know him because he's in like the, um, like photography, modeling, music video field. So I've actually worked with him professionally before. He's really nice. Great guy. Just, uh, has a likes to likes to air his dirty laundry on uh, Facebook. Apparently, I would no, never no. do that. Like, think about how many people could use that against me. And like, you're just walking around, and like, people know that you used to wank in the car <laughs> on your phone because you didn't want to touch your girlfriend. Is it in that grotesque of detail? Yes, in the Facebook post that he wrote. Oh yeah. Oh, guys, go to the blog and check this out. <laughs> I'm going to go to the blog. You go to the blog out. and check this out. It's <laughs> so good. Mwah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Purity culture does crazy things to people. It fucks you up. It fucks really you does. up. It really does. Okay, so I have some questions that we're going to work through, and they're going to be great. Um, so was dating encouraged or discouraged in your in your home or in your church growing up? Um, The answer to that question is both. Um, I was discouraged to date. I was encouraged to court and have the young man come to me. (laughs) And we must, we we must have a chaperone at all times. And stay in a group. (laughs) Stay in a group so that you'd have no sexy time. (laughs) No Um, petting. No heavy petting, no kisses. Uh, you could be kept accountable. Um, yeah, keep so face between you for the Holy Spirit. Yes, labor for Jesus. Um, all that stuff. So, yeah, courting was what was taught to me for a really long time. I eventually kind of rebelled against that and did kind of date, but again, it was mostly in groups and around 18 my parents were like okay yeah like you can actually start doing this but this was after like three years of them trying to get me away from this guy like and like making everything this huge giant deal and they kept trying to keep us away from each other and then we would like secretly talk on facebook and then they would like make me shut down my facebook and be like you can't talk to him anymore because you guys like each other too much and like he (laughs) ended up being too much yeah, like they were just like, oh, it's just going to lead to like this, that, or the other. And then like we were in this <clears throat> theater group. Uh, this was part of my theater days of Christian theater. And um, we even had like spies there that would like <laughs> look out for like us trying to be alone together. And we got told on a few times. And it was a very passionate relationship, you know, how it is when you're like a teenager at like 16 and everything's so dramatic, you know? And you're like fucking with your hands, like you're just mm-hmm. touching hands. And it's yeah, exactly. Like and anytime yeah. you touch hands, there's like a lightning bolt that oh just like goes through your body and you're like, oh, oh my God. Um, hormones. 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 It's not even young love. It's fucking hormones. It's hormones. Uh, biology. It's- you know, I don't really, I don't miss that. I don't, that was so, I mean, it was fun, but like. I do kind of miss the feeling sometimes. Like those were kind of, those yeah, were hot. Yeah. Okay. It was really hot and exciting, but also mm-hmm. it was incredibly distracting for the rest of my life. And so mm-hmm. I would get like very addicted to that feeling. And so now it's exactly. nice to like not have that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you mistake it for love and it's not love. Right now it's I'm just, just kind of like an old grumpy lady who like yeah you get six weeks to prove yourself to me after that move along (laughs) move along sir um yeah like the whole people in my church group like all the pastors kids like didn't date they like also like kind of courted I know this one middle child she who will not be named um she was very devout Christian um definitely thought this guy was a prophet who came through our like church one time and he was like excuse me, super into him, 
And like, he was like telling everyone he was a prophet and he had kind of come from a rough background, which like, what is a rough background? Anytime Christians say that, I'm like, okay, so they had a life. Cool. Um, <laughs> what does because that's what it mean? is. I know. I'm like, does okay. it just mean you didn't grow Did up he have a in past? the church? Oh yeah. You just didn't grow up in the church. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So like just normal life, shitty things happened to them. And that was rough. Anyway. So she was all about this guy and she got burned and it turned out he wasn't a prophet. <laughs> um, spoiler. Um, and so after that, she was really reserved and there was this really nice guy who wanted to date her and she refused to date him or be alone with him. Um, so then she did it to a second guy and then got another like burned really bad. And then finally she got married at about like 30 and just had her first baby, which like good for her. I think she's happy, but like the amount of turmoil she put herself and the men through simply because she wouldn't date and was above, like had this mindset was just like wild to me. And I kept looking at her and I was like, just go on a couple dates with him. Okay. Just do it. What do you like? You're making this so hard for everyone. So. Is it because she kissed dating goodbye? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, didn't we all? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like I did. And then I was like, fuck this. <laughs> like, what, what's the point here? Why are we kissing dating goodbye? Like, I'm so young. Like, I don't know. We should um, the courtship thing is Josh so Harris. Strange. Yeah. In our Instagram post about this. Josh Harris, we want you on our podcast. <laughs> so we can tell you how much we hated your book. But like also like be excited about the fact that you're not into that anymore. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get comfortable here. I'm just moving yeah, you around look, a lot. You look like a dog who's like going in <laughs> circles on, trying just, to get comfortable. I'm trying to get comfortable. Like throwing wires around. I know. You know I stripping. Have, I just, have been moving all day long and uh I had just gotten home when you texted me and you were like I don't know. I, I'm just like, let me get comfy here. Let me get comfy. The lighting is cool. great here. All right. All right. Yeah. We're back. We're back on. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Sorry. Take your time. Take your time. Just like such a puppy moment. I have these moments. It was a puppy moment. It really was. It was like watching a dog just like do the same thing over and over again. And like nothing was working. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we learned. We learn from doing things. <laughs> do we? Do we learn? So what were you saying? You were building and dating? Yeah. No, not dating. Sorry, courting. Well, I really liked this guy. And I was just like, what? Come on. I have to be able to date him. So I just did. <laughs> and my parents just had to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I'm going to do it. And it was fine worked out for like the period of time it needed to work out for so I don't know they like put lots of pressure on you though to like yeah there was a lot of pressure to like court him well in the beginning like when we were younger there was like (laughs) like oh my god it's so embarrassing um so we corresponded via honey this entire podcast is embarrassing oh I'm embarrassed (laughs) we corresponded via email like me and like all the little boys that were trying to court me you know in youth group so they were like email me because we didn't have I didn't have a phone, and mm-hmm. you know it'd be like let's hang out fifteen minutes before youth group starts. You know, dude, yes, <laughs> I remember those so times. It'd be like the fifteen minute before youth group hang, you know, mm-hmm. or it'd be like oh let's wait after youth group and hang out in the parking lot for a little while, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or are you go to the new bon- like the bonfire after youth group and then like hang out at the bonfire. And you can- <laughs> A lot more at the bonfire because you know it's dark and stuff mm-hmm. there's like you know a field so <laughs> there's there was, a field there's so much you can do in a field <laughs> so much you can do in a field there are immense possibilities you know have you seen children of the corn actually no <laughs> me neither I... but i hear that a field <laughs> is involved either right <laughs> and then children come out of a field i don't know i don't know either way yeah, um, sure. Children, was, got it. Yeah, there, it was like really sneaky, but like also like really innocent at the same time. I was super innocent for a really long time. 
And I'm sure the boys were too. Yeah. I mean, I mean nobody I knew about shit that. about fuck, literally. I, I think I was definitely much more innocent than the boys were. Um, yeah. But yeah, when I was like seven, I had like a little purity ring and stuff. And when I was 17, I like took it off and started dating. Threw it in a lake. No, <laughs> you know, I had a stone <laughs> fill out. And I gave it. You to had my a mom. stone in your yeah, purity ring. Yeah, it had like a, it had like a what yellow. What a fancy it had like, purity ring. It was like a purple zirconium stone, oh. and it was oh. like three stones. So it had it had two on the side, which were like tiny, and then one in the middle, and it represented me, my parents, and God. <laughs> I might need to go throw up. <laughs> So what happened was... I thought you were going to say God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I mean that too. The Holy Trinity of purity. And um, <laughs> the zirconium stone fell out in the middle. And I gave it to my mom so they could get it like repaired. And then she just like never did. And I was just like, well, I'm like going to date this guy now. And I just don't really want this thing on my God hand. fell out. It's over. Yeah, it's just like the God it, stone. it was a distraction to my budding sexuality. <laughs> like I, to, <laughs> I had to take it off. This time. Take it off. Oh man. Uh yeah, no, dating was not encouraged in my household. I just kind of did it. Um in my church it was like it wasn't really encouraged. Everybody did it though. They all dated each other. It was very incestuous. <laughs> Dude, yes. I know so <laughs> many groups. churches Ooh. that intermarried and intermarried and intermarried. And I'm like, aren't you guys going to go out and like live a little? Like, no, they just like, married the youth group. They're friends. all the one family at this point. They're yeah. all of the same tribe. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that in a couple different churches. Everybody just kind of like dates each other. I don't like it. And it is, it is funny to me because, like, there, <laughs> I have, I know of a few couples that, like, dated multiple people in the church and then ended up marrying somebody from the church eventually. Oh, it, isn't that even, yeah. like, more awkward? Yeah, that they've dated, like, five people they also go to church with. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they're like, it's cool, bro. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. Mm-hmm. It is wild growing up in But it is funny how everyone cult. like kind of scrutinizes your like relationship, especially <clears> if you're <throat> in the church. And you know, because when you're in church, you have mentors and people who are older than you that you talk to. And so they're like kind of prying into your life and shit. But in the church, there's no accountabilities. Everybody's gossiping about each other. Mm-hmm. And everyone's scrutinizing your relationship. I saw this time and time again with like young couples in um different churches that I was in and they were just like their relationships were totally like scrutinized like do you think they're having sex like who the fuck cares they're dating everyone everyone cares <laughs> <laughs> do you think they're gonna have a baby oh my god did you hear she got pregnant like it was just like who cares who cares you know I think it's because nobody has a life and that's all they have to talk about like church is their life so what else are they supposed to talk yeah. about and it's always like oh when you married when are you gonna get married oh i'm so tired of that you know i've like got away from it and it's like been wonderful not having to run into people and just like have that question of oh when you're next you know when's your next you're yeah. next it's like a dude i just deal day. with it from like my grandparents and aunts and uncles like i don't need mm-hmm. to like get that from like you know people that my parents know like from church mm-hmm. super super odd they're like oh you you know um, yeah, because I'm an old maid now. We we established this. I am an old maid. Yeah, it's like y'all. It's like we're in the 1800s, and like 26 was like, you're not even in the game anymore. No, your eggs are old. Cannot bear <laughs> much fruit. You're geriatric. Well, this is the time when, like, those egg freezing companies start like hounding you. Like, I'm mm-hmm. getting ads on facebook and stuff i'm like how does facebook know like Bro, but oh because your birthday is probably on facebook oh yeah that's right <laughs> but i will say <clears throat> excuse me i have a sore throat for my allergies so i apologize um for a hot minute there i was getting ads about selling my eggs and now <laughs> i think i'm like too old but you can sell your eggs for like so 
if you're still in the game, side maybe you should consider it. They don't take anyone like under 29 or under 28 oh, or something. Okay. I need like, to that. But like, oh, you can make like nine grand. It's crazy. You can. However, I definitely have worked with women who were going through that process of having their eggs extracted and frozen. Was it horrible? And it was awful. The, Why? Um, the hormones, the fluctuations, the weight gain. It's just awful. They give you hormones? Yeah, you have to take hormones. To take your eggs out, even though you're already just naturally making them? Yeah, you have to take hormones. And, like, all of these uh, different, like, there's, like, all these different, you have to give yourself a shot. Like, it's wild. Weird. Okay, maybe I don't recommend, but also, like. It is a nice little side hustle, If you I need guess. cash. <laughs> <laughs> if you need cash fast. Fast cash. Go down and sell your eggs. Men definitely have it better with sperm banks. Like that's so easy. Like they just oh, show up, and they're like they're not going to turn. They're you in away and out in like ten 50. minutes. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you know, just go in the bathroom, do what you do every day, and like you're out of here, man. Right, right. This is why this is why men need to get vasectomies. Okay, moving on to the next question. <laughs> Were there any weird, like unspoken Christian dating rules? like in your social circles like you know every, uh, like social every subculture has their own like weird little things like in, in churches and stuff like what was like your weird unspoken <clears throat> dating rule that like you just didn't do like you can't do that you can do everything but like uh, besides like intercourse like p and the v so we know that's a big no-no big no-no um no we weren't really like the catholics where they were like everything but excuse me i'm so sorry everything but like um regular pnv is fine like do bus sex is cool um we didn't do that but i don't know we were pretty much all abstinence led like everything was just abstinence don't touch don't, don't kiss i went to a wedding once where like their first kiss was at the altar um oh which is super cringy but um I would just say the unspoken rules was like, don't be alone together. Um, I don't know. Once you were like courting, certain things were allowed, like maybe like hand holding, um, sitting together. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It like, like I'm describing remember. like a really conservative Amish community, but it's like, no, this is just your everyday, like, everyday evangelical church. Yeah, yeah every, exactly. Every, every day Christian cult. Yeah, I mean, and, and people were so glorified too, which I hated. Like when they followed every rule down to, you know, a T, it was like, oh, so and so had their first kiss. Of course, honestly, who the fuck knows? Who actually honoring knows? They're honoring God. Like they're just yeah. honoring God with their relationship. I just, such an inspiration. They had their first kiss on mm -hmm. the yeah, no, that totally and like banging. I hope so. I really <laughs> hope so. But I I don't remember any like flat out rules except like, you know, the normal ones plus like abstinence and no sex ed and don't be alone together because, you know. Mm -hmm. you, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. I okay, so I remember like <laughs> I remember there was like a moment where we were in high school and we were just starting to explore like relationships and I wasn't allowed to date really. And um, I was still pretty young. I was like 15, um, but my friends were, and they kind of like dated these bad boys and nice. the, yeah, it was hot. It was really hot. And, you know, my little queer ass was like, you know, asking lots of detailed questions because it just was like, <laughs> to me, I was like, damn, this is kind of cool. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I would like to have this kind of experience. Right. But it was funny because, um, one of the girls I remember telling me like, oh my God, we started making out and it was so hot. And then it was just like, he put his hand under my shirt and then she was like, and I had to like, we had to stop because like, we just like went too far and like, we, we can't make out anymore every time we make out like we're gonna we're tempted we're tempted to have sex but it's funny because then like that definitely was my experience like later on <laughs> i remember there were moments like where i was dating this guy and <laughs> i was like okay well like we can't like make out too much 
much like like boundaries on how much we make out because if we make out too much it's going too far like there was like this going too far mm-hmm. line that we couldn't cross but like there was really no we didn't really know what that line was we just couldn't go too far. the second like it's like oh it's starting to feel like sex. second you get handsy or something yeah yeah the second it starts to feel like sex we have to stop like it's so ridiculous so Mm -hmm. so then what happens there is you do everything but have sex have sex right so you're like you know making out basically like screwing each other with your tongues like Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) like it's the eighth grade shit but you're like 19 (laughs) (laughs) that you missed it and now you're an adult being weird as fuck Oh, a- forbid your first experience is not also a virgin like you want to like this is it, it's got to be so tough for those out there who like their first experiences with somebody who has a ton of experience and they're like 19 20 years old just being like we can't make out too much <laughs> okay but there was a guy who told me that that was his experience and um he was like almost 30 and i'm very sad for him guy wow he had a girlfriend and he was so obsessed with saving his first kiss but there's a lesson to be learned here because he told her after they had kissed and she had a lot more experience than him and he was like oh wow that was like my you know first time i'd kissed anyone and she kind of got weirded out as you do um when an almost 30 year old man is like i've never kissed anyone before which again i mean you do you but he told me, he was like, and I realized it really wasn't that big of a deal. And I was like, exactly. It's not. He was like, so I don't know what I was saving it for all this time. Saving it for marriage. Oh, and I, I knew this one pastor's daughter who had this weird quirk thing where she would like literally let men do anything to her, but kiss her. <laughs> it was like what? really strange about saving her first kiss. But she what? literally did everything else. And I was like, what the fuck? Dude, that's fucked up. That's <laughs> strange. Well, it's, I mean, you know, maybe for her, kissing is like, was incredibly intimate. And so she wanted to save that. Yeah, but when you've like, let them cross the line, like where I'm talking like oral sex, like heavy, pe- like that's everything. Heavy pe- but <laughs> don't you kiss my lips, sir. These are God's lips, you know, it's like God resides in this mouth. <laughs> Don't you get God's me. lips. And I was like, uh, that's really strange. That's um, very odd. I know kissing can be intimate, but also like if you're going to give something away, I I don't think I'd flip my skirt up and let a man go down there before I just let him kiss me, you know? Yeah. Well, and, you know, interestingly enough, like, why are we like giving anything away? like we're it's always with us like because i hate that whole time, i know like, getting yeah. yourself away get, losing your virginity it's like it a it's not something to be lost and b it's not something that i could just give away like this is it's I an experience a, you have and then you move on yeah literally it's an experience have more that experience you have yeah so, it was just ingrained in us i think it was just fear you know kind of like hell where it was like don't do this or you know someone won't love you anymore right so but yeah that i don't know i i can't think of any weird rules but i can think of weird things that people came up with to like make themselves feel better about well, that's more rules. like what i meant by the question like what were the weird yeah little, little quirks that like your group I, had that's what i heard i don't feel like i really had any weird quirks you know i started out with a kiss how did it end up like this <laughs> she's falling asleep and he's calling a cab okay um (laughs) while he's having a smoke and she's taking the drag um so yeah that that's all the stories that i can think of right now like weird things that christians uh you know came up with to deal with abstinence only yeah oh my favorite was the dry humping like dry dude i love a good dry hump Oh, I love a good dry hump. I miss dry humping. Don't even that hate. Was, that was an amazing thing because it was sex over the clothes and we would both come and it was great. Yeah. It was, but, but we weren't sinning because it was over the clothes. 
Yep. Yep. Nothing went Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing happened. No, there was no skin to skin. I think skin to skin was kind of like the no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Getting naked with someone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I did so much dry humping. Well, it always, like, it always progressed. It would be like fully clothed dry humping, partially clothed dry humping, dry Mm -hmm. humping in your underwear. Then it's like, oh, we're going to dry hump in our underwear a lot because, like, we're just not going to have sex. Like, what the Mm -hmm. hell is that about? (laughs) The level of shame that these young Christian youths contain, like, that they have inside them about about sex. It's just, like, it's an experience that is part of coming of age and being a human. and Mm -hmm. Perfectly natural. Just don't get pregnant or get STDs just use protection be mm-hmm. safe educate yourself before you do anything well our mothers were not about that so no no because i think there was this expectation of well you're just not going to have sex because you're a good kid and we've taught you better than that <laughs> we oh, you, you know you're gonna wait till you're married so you don't need to worry about you don't need to worry about um not getting pregnant Right, which because you want to get so pregnant dumb when in you hindsight. get married. Yeah, because you're mm-hmm. not going to have sex till you're married, and then when you, once you're married, you want to have kids right away. So why would right. we teach you about contraception, and mm-hmm. why would we teach you about STDs? Because of course your husband's not going to cheat on you, and you're only going to have sex with him. And mm-hmm. it's like okay, and then, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there's just like I don't know, um, pleasure that that talk. What is know. that? What is pleasure? Yeah, I also think it's strange too that the whole thing of, and I know societies like this too, it's not just Christians, but it's like the first step in like wanting to have sex with someone isn't self pleasure, which I think is weird. And it goes the whole masturbation is wrong and like weird and dirty. And I don't think society looks at it as bad like that, but it's still like a hush hush type, like taboo thing that you don't really talk about. But, um, especially in Christianity, like it's weird that really the path to pleasure is to self-pleasure first before you can expect just some, someone else to know how to pleasure you. So that's always been kind of a weird thing. The process of that. Yeah. Well, because it's not about pleasure. It's about procreation, right? Yep. Build them tribes of Judah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh God. Another thing my mom did that was like kind of weird was put a lot of pressure on me to not make the same mistake she did too. Like she, like when I talk to her about it now, or at least attempt to, she's like, well, I just, I didn't want to do any of those things when I was younger. So I just didn't think you would want to. And I was like, because I'm you. Different bodies. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I also was like, that's not a good plan, mom. Like you can't put all that pressure on me to quote unquote, not make the same mistakes you did. Right. you think the best preventable preventable measure to do that would be to teach me, not just like skirt around the issue and be like, don't have sex. Okay, cool. We cool. We good here? Cool. All we right. good? We good? We good? <laughs> we good? Got it? You know what I'm saying? Cool. And like when she did find out I had sex because I got pregnant, because it's kind of hard to hide that, um, she was like, well, I just, I wasn't planning on giving you the talk until you're, you know, we're engaged and, you know, close to your wedding night. And I was like, that's, what? <laughs> that's dumb. I mean, I knew how sex happened, but I didn't know anything else, you know, sex ed right. or pleasuring or anything like that. You know, it's just, it's wild. How to it's wild. pregnancy 101. Apparently you are supposed to start teaching children that like at 11 or something. Not that they're going to go out and do it, but some of them do. Some of them do. And it's not because you taught them about it. It's because they probably saw it. As I think the best rule is if they're going to hear it somewhere, they might as well hear it from me. Right. Right. Don't be afraid, parents, to have that conversation, no matter how cringy it is. Well, this kind of leads us into the next question. What would you tell someone trying to navigate dating after leaving a Christian circle? Christian Mingle. They've left Christian Mingle. <laughs> they are now on Tinder. <laughs> now we've got now we've got, got Hinge a, wait, now. Everyone's on Hinge. Hinge. What was that, Brian? Brian. Yes. No, no, no. That's who I was at the beginning. I'm Chad now. I'm Chad. Chad now I got a Hinge. photo with a giant fish. 
because <laughs> um, I think girls like that and they don't. Um, I've got a ton of selfies and a ton of pictures with my bros and you can't tell who I am. Um, I like my dog. I like vodka and I just want to have fun. Wanna have fun. You know, looking for something casual. You down to fuck. Um, I feel like that's chat. My name is so, Sarah. <laughs> okay, Sarah. Sarah, yeah, we need Sarah. Yeah. Sarah, mm-hmm. um, I just finished my third year at Moody Bible Institute and um I'm gonna be graduating summa cum laude. So, you know, I've gotten very smart, very smart, maybe very <laughs> successful. Um, but you know, my true calling is to minister to my husband and, you know, even though like, you know, I'm just I'm here on Tinder because Christian Mingle, just all of these guys, like all my friends have dated them and I need to find someone who loves Jesus. Like that needs to be the focal point of our relationship. But like, I'm also down to like, you know, do something, you know, fun, see where it goes. Crazy. But I'm going to make you take me on 17 dates before you can even try hand stuff. (laughs) But I'm really chill. (laughs) But I'm so chill. (laughs) So chill. Yeah, Sarah sounds really chill. I don't know if her and Chad will get it, but um, good luck, Sarah. (laughs) Um, Girl, maybe Tinder's not for you. (laughs) Tinder's not for you, Sarah. It's not. Maybe go on like, uh, what is it? eHarmony. Try that first. Bumble. Bumble. Isn't that kind of like, I've never been on Bumble. Oh, oh, oh wow. That's right. You, um, you've been out of the dating pool for a while. I never liked online dating anyway, but yeah. The one time I did get on Tinder, I did it as like a joke. Like my <laughs> friend did it too. And like, we just wanted to like, uh, troll people. And, um, I got so overwhelmed with all like the weird messages I got that I was like, I'm out. Yeah, Tinder's a weird place. I did a lot of online dating. I haven't been on the app in like a year, which is probably why I'm still single, because I don't leave my house, and I'm not on any apps. <laughs> and I don't meet people, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's uh, you know what? I just, I feel like my person will just show up in my yard one day. Okay, that sounds like a fairy tale and or like Christianity. It could happen. God will just bring him God to will you. Bring the right one to me. The right my, one. My parents keep telling me I need to just join a church and meet a nice Christian man. Oh <laughs> my, my God! They're like I just, you should just like join a church. You know, there's a lot of churches that are like really, you know, a lot more liberal, fruitful with men. A lot more <laughs> liberal, like really cool environments. You know, maybe you'll meet a really nice guy there. And I'm like, Christian men. Maybe like, he yeah. will be nice, but he will be super weird i mean even if he's not super weird even if he's just like a normal christian like not even like the super fundamentalist it's still like but there's then you're there's unequally strange yoked, little... Polly. we are <laughs> unequally yoked yeah can't do it i can't i can't do it can't do you should it. just tell your parents that every time they bring it up just be like uh i don't want to be un- unequally yoked mom dad so and they're gonna be like wait wait what do you mean i'm like because i'm not a christian Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, okay, so how to navigate dating once you left the Christian social What's circle. the one thing you would do? Would you say? What, oh, God. Um, Good luck. <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, would not recommend. Uh, <laughs> Three stars. One, one out of ten. Um, Sex is occasionally okay. Sex is occasionally okay. Um, uh, oh man. I, I, what did I do? I, I did some weird things when I left, um, the Christian social circle and I wanted to kind of experience life. I sort of would just point blank ask people if they like wanted to be smash bros stop 
like you were so straightforward you were just like i, I was to fuck stupid. you stupid okay but i had just left this really long relationship and i really didn't want to get right back into it because i thought men were trash um because i had just finished dating yeah. a narcissist and yeah. had a baby with him and was not in the mood for bullshit so i developed this thing where i would just be like this is what I want from you. I, I don't think it was healthy because I think I was very emotionally detached. So I'm not telling people this is what they should do. Is it like a control thing for you? Like it was something you had control over? Maybe. Yeah. yeah it might have been that. Like mine was that for sure. Like mm-hmm. I have control over this. This is a part of my life I can control and manipulate to my advantage. Yeah. Control. Because everything else in my life feels out of control. Yeah. Especially when you're like sort of on the fence about what you believe. Um, and like, you haven't had any sex with anyone else. So like, you think all guys' dicks are small, but they're not. Um, so (laughs) that must've been a rude awakening. It was, I was like, this is what sex is supposed to feel like. Wow. I have no idea. This is why it's not great to marry the first guy you fall in love with because they might have a small dick. Yeah. Not that small dicks are bad. (laughs) <laughs> I know that you can compensate in other areas, but also like there's other dicks out there. There's, um, there's so many so, shapes and sizes. You never know mm-hmm. which one you're never in know. love with most. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Try this. them all on. It's Try them all on. See how they fit. Um, it's like shoe shopping. <laughs> it's like a condom commercial. See how it fits. Try them yeah. all on. Different shapes oh and God. sizes for the penis. <laughs> Try them all on. What have you got to lose? I'm just kidding. Your virginity, Sarah. Okay. So I went about it like that for a bit. And then this fuck boy came along and I started to fall for him. And he totally screwed me over. As we fuck always boys do. do that, man. I know. I mean, no one warned me about fuck boys. Nobody, Nobody warned me about fuckboys. And then I found them and I was like, oh, you really don't want a relationship ever. You have no emotions. You have no emotions. You want to play a game. Great. You have a probably dare with your guy friends about if you can get me into bed. So oh, fun. And then you're going to tell Love all that. of your friends about me and I'm going to hear about it for the rest of my life. <laughs> other people. Thankfully, I didn't know any of his friends. But yeah, that uh, yeah, so that that happened to me. <laughs> you know, Christianity doesn't prepare you for that. No, no, that shit. Was One day scary. you're with really respectful men who refuse to touch you. The next day you're hanging out with a fuckboy who wants to touch you. You know, it's want to be touched. That's you want to be touched, but you don't know how you want to be touched because you've never been touched and you never mm-hmm. touch yourself. Or if you did, it was full of shame. Yes, it was. It was full of shame every single time. Um, But I had a lot of casual sex and I actually did enjoy it. I'm not, I have no regrets there, except for maybe a few of the people that I chose to have casual sex with. Maybe a few regrets there. Um, And I just, I don't know. I kind of had fun. I, I didn't that's take anything right too seriously. I think that's the key. Have fun. I, I would say that, like, if you're entering this and you're, like, leaving Christianity, like, get outside your comfort zone and date differently. Don't date with, like, an end goal in mind. Just date to date and get some mm-hmm. freaking experience because it's going to be super awkward at first and you probably, like, need some practice. Yeah. I, I'm really glad that I went through my like casual dating phases i had a few of them and they were wonderful now i'm kind of getting to the point where i'm like i really only have energy and time for like maybe one person at a time so Mm -hmm. i mean it's exhausting to get to know someone it is so exhausting and i love it it's great but it's also like takes up a lot of time and when you're like a working adult deep in your career and you've got these side projects like having time to get to know all of these people and keep all the facts straight and do all of the activities and have all the sex and not get attached and not, you know, expect them to be there for you. Like, you're like, no, like I can't, like I have too much on my plate right now. Like if you're going to talk to me, like take this seriously. Like that's kind of how I feel at this point. Yeah. 
Although I did Six like having all the sex. What? I did like having all the sex. There was this yeah. one guy who I recently found out apparently was on meth the whole oh time God. that we were doing oh our God. thing. Apparently you just don't know. I was I was such a baby to drugs though too. You know what I mean? Like no it was idea. a whole world of things I had, I knew nothing about, what if, and like, I was all like, all the signs were there, and just because you had never been exposed to it, you had no idea. They probably freaking were, and that's what makes this is where I start to get angry because I feel stupid, you know, or I feel like, why didn't I know that, you right. know? Right. Um, like I should have known that. But like, how would I know that? You know, I, I don't know. It, it's like anyway. But it, it was kind of fun because sometimes I would just like text a guy and like tell him to bring me wine and then we would have sex and then he would leave and I would drink the wine and it was wonderful. Rachel, you know? I, I did the same thing, but with weed. So yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. Doing it. Uh, yeah. It was a beautiful time. So like you figure it out and it's not all bad, but like, I, I feel like my main thing would just be to talk to other people who have been in that realm longer than you. Who can tell you things because like with the fuck boy i didn't know a lot of things and i had to like talk to people who like and they were like no you he totally played you you know what i mean like right i didn't know and that can just be kind of scary if you're just leaving um christianity it can feel bad it can feel really bad you feel like and i think and guilty and it's nasty yeah 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 because then you have all like the Christianity and shame and guilt coming in from like what you did and you feel like you did something right. wrong and then you have all just the normal emotions and feelings and so right. those together just really fucking suck so don't succumb to a fuck boy be a fuck boy <laughs> <laughs> be a daddy don't. be the be the fuck boy be the fuck boy don't that's what I did I became the fuck, fuck boy. boy yeah I mean I, that sounds I was, like a defense I, mechanism. I became, but... I became a fuck boy. It was a defense mechanism, but it was like, I'm going to control this shit. So I'm going to decide how much you're going to yeah. like me. And mm -hmm. I'm going to decide how much I'm going to like you. And I'm going to use you until I'm done. <laughs> wow, that sounds a... so healthy. <laughs> Super healthy. This was like, this was like at the peak of my pain. Don't do this, guys. Yeah, no, this yeah. is what not to do is don't use sex to cover But this up is what we pain. did. Your internal no, but that's also what I feel like I did with my whole time of like, quote unquote, having fun. Like I was in pain for my past relationship. I didn't know how I felt about God or what I believed. And I felt like I really did a lot of that and cut myself off from my emotions. And I was unaware of what actually was going on. Right. So I wish I could have been healthier and had more healing at that stage in my life when I did it. Right. But say la fucking be you know <laughs> <Sell all these. laughs> yeah oh i don't know i think everything you do and everything you experience is for a reason and um you learn you there was something there you were supposed to learn about and you were supposed to have that experience when you had it because i did and i i never fucked with a fuck boy ever again so yeah you know you what? Learned i lesson. learned i did not it took me lots of lots of those to learn I think my issue is more just like I'm attracted to guys who are, um, who need somebody like they're needy, like they need a mom. To, God, like, no, don't be a mom. Don't be a mom. Don't be a mom. Don't be a mom. Do you guys, wonder if like drop your expectations when it comes to dating? <laughs> like. <laughs> That's your bar. It's not though. gonna be good. It's not gonna be good. It's it's just not. And and you know if it is good, it doesn't mean they're the one. It just means they they're respectful and nice. And it just means they're a decent person. Yeah, they're like you. Just because somebody's nice to you and treats you right doesn't mean that they're the one. And and maybe they are after you know you give it enough time to get to know them, mm -hmm. make sure that the feelings are reciprocal. But just because someone's nice to you doesn't mean that they're your future husband or wife. Yeah. And just because you're dating yeah. someone doesn't mean they're your future husband or wife. Mm -hmm. You're just dating. It, that could yeah. change at any moment. Yeah, it could. It's so hard. It's so hard to know if you're making the right choice or not. But I mean, that's just life. It's with everything. Yeah. Take your time. Take your like fucking time. Anyone who dates me is making the right choice. 
I don't think that I'm making the right choice necessarily all of the time, but they're making the right choice. You date me, it's I'm always the right choice. I'm always (laughs) the right choice for everyone. Like I'm wonderful. Like (laughs) I am brilliant. You are so lucky to have me. So lucky to have me. So lucky to hear my voice every Thursday. (laughs) Oh my gosh. One thing you wish you had known before entering the dating as an ex-evangelical we already talked about fuckboys so it can't be that one I just feel like there was so much there was so much I wish I had known I mean I didn't know terms I didn't know sex positions I didn't know I didn't know how to talk to a man without thinking I was making him struggle or that he wanted me in any sort of way I mean even if it wasn't dating, like anytime I encountered a man, I just was like weird about it, you know, like, because you're taught, like men only want one thing and they're wolves, men are wolves, they're wolves and all this stuff. So like we're my sheep, male friendships were awkward as fuck for a long time and it was rough. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. Do you have anything? I'll think on it. Now I feel like there's a lot also I wish I had known. I think I wish I had known that it's just because somebody pays attention to you doesn't mean that you should date them. Mm-hmm. That is that is the one piece of advice I wish that I had had going into the dating pool. And this is like post my long-term relationship. So I was like 23 entering the dating pool for real, for real. And I think that that would have been a really helpful piece of advice for me, you know, because I was kind of navigating like Tinder and, you know, all of these different dating apps and meeting new people. And yeah, just because somebody pays attention to you doesn't mean that they should, that you should be with them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean and, that you should pay any attention to them back. Right. And also just because um, maybe you really like somebody and you're, you're dating them, getting to know them, it doesn't mean that you should, you know commit to them in a long-term way mm-hmm. <laughs> at all and you should not be making future plans um for a while you should probably keep your lives kind of more separate <laughs> for a while you know yeah like you could talk about future ideas and plans to make sure you guys are aligned and on the same page you know if that is a direction you want to move towards but i i really do think that you want to be careful with with how you're doing that I, it, the guy that you started dating three weeks ago probably shouldn't move into your house (laughs) oh god please do not move in with people too fast don't do it (laughs) it's such a bad idea guys Mm -hmm. thank you my husband made me a hot toddy oh my god it's so hot um yeah i just lucked out i don't know also, home STD testing is like, bay. have you heard of it? I, I have heard of it, but I, I, I got STD it. testing once in my dating life. Yeah, I probably I, should I have done it more because I didn't use condoms as much as I should. There's my thing. I wish I had known to always put a condom on it. Always. Yeah. See, I know that and I still don't. Okay, well, <laughs> just uh, don't do what Molly's doing. No, but I do. Okay, the, this is what I was going to say, though. So, home STD testing is amazing. <laughs> um, you wow. basically sign up for it. Um, you can do it through Let's Get Checked or Nurex. Um, but basically, they send you, like, a kit. You fill out this little online thing to see if you're eligible to receive it. And it's, like, 100 bucks every three months. So, it's, like, $30. What was it? What's a hundred bucks every three months? Thirty-five dollars a month. Yeah, like thirty-five bucks a month. And no. yeah, thirty-three, just, thirty-seven, thirty-three, fifty, something around there. I'm bad at math. Anyway, um, I'm tired. I can't math. Right <laughs> can't math. So you uh basically prick your finger and like squeeze the blood into this little vial and what? then pee and then like siphon it into this little vial and then you date it and you have uh ups come and pick it up 
that I Dude, do that every we are month. living in the best times. Yeah, no, I do not have to go into the freaking clinic anymore to get tested. So I get tested. Do you test yourself night. like religiously every, every three months? Do, yeah, because I don't like, you know, do, I'm, I'm bad. I'm really Aren't bad. Aren't you scared of getting an STD? I mean, I'm careful with like who I'm around. I'm more afraid of then. getting COVID, dude. Like, <laughs> COVID scares me way more than um, chlamydia. Chlamydia, take a giant horse pill, and then you feel like shit for a couple days, and then it's gone. Like, <laughs> I feel yeah. like COVID is way worse than chlamydia, man. Yeah. But guys, use protection maybe. and get tested. That's important. You can do it. Put a condom on it. I slept around so many guys that I didn't use the condom just because I didn't think about it. I wasn't taught about it, all that stuff. I was on birth control. So like good for me. Um, but like there's more that you can get from sex besides pregnancy. So yeah, like chlamydia. I just wasn't, yeah, like chlamydia or herpes or gonorrhea. What you really, what you really don't want to get is like herpes guys. Cause like that one doesn't go anywhere. It stays with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just had a friend that told me that she found out she had it. But also, it's very livable. You know, you can live yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Like, we live in a great time where there's medicines for everything and it's not the end of the world. And I'm saying that as someone who doesn't have it, but it's really, I mean, it's something that you can live with, like, just like any disease <laughs> or other traumas in your life. But, um, yeah, I'm just still so surprised with the amount of people I slept with, which isn't a lot. Um, In that... comparison to like most people I know who weren't raised Christian, I have a very low body count. Yes, that is what the kids are calling it these days, body count. But who cares about a body count? Who cares, guys? Who cares? No one cares. No one gives a crap. Yeah, uh, my body care. count is very care. low. It's low, but it's it's high for Christians. Christians, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm a whore. Christians want to keep it down to, to like the, one. Yeah, I know. I'm a whore. According to, uh, I'm Jezebel. Jezebel. She has the spirit of Jezebel. I do. I <laughs> lead all your men astray with my crop. Get away from me, you Philistine. <laughs> I don't know you. That's my purse. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Yeah. Except that don't trust a man. Don't trust or whoever man. you're dating. <laughs> don't trust Be careful them. out there, y'all. It's scary in the dating scene. Like it's just rough. I don't know. I've I kind of gave up like a year ago. I was just like, you know what? I'm just not gonna even You're like, I'm just gonna date a bunch of people at once. Get it over with. I did That's what yeah, you did. I, I did do that. <laughs> it was great. And then I got really burnt out. Because humans are exhausting. And now I'm just. I literally don't think I could cheat on my husband because he jokes sometimes, like when I like try to kick him out of the house, go bro time. He's like, oh, is your boyfriend going to come over? And I was like, I barely have time for you. Barely. (laughs) How am I supposed to keep up another man? (laughs) Like, are you kidding? Like, (laughs) men are exhausting. They're wonderful. You exhaust me. Oh my God. How could I have another one of you? It's like, exactly. no, there's no way. No way. Guys, <sighs> add yourself to our Facebook group. It's a wonderful support group. It's called Cheers to Leaving Support Group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's a private group. Answer the questions so that we let you in. We will not let you in if you don't answer the questions. Fucking answer the questions. I've declined so many requests for people to join because they didn't answer the questions. And the reason We don't know you for Adam, okay? that's my purse i don't know you i don't know why this is my accent for the night but it is we don't know you you're strangers i know i have well when you talk about courting you can't be like courting you have to be like we are courting anyway it's like bridgerton bridgerton yeah she's going to come out and blossom like a flower I am a blossoming flower. I'm just kidding. I'm not. My I'm like a. Bosom. I'm a fucking wilting flower, man. Oh I'm, god. I'm done. I've had it. Okay. Well, so we've also out. had it in the Facebook group, which is where you guys should be to see us <laughs> having it, guys. I post so much shit in there. So, like, Rachel runs the IG. I run the Facebook group for the most part, yeah, and it is a joy. Because I'm exhausted. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I looked through there. Uh, I look through there often and I try to reply when I can. You do great. Um, I love listening to people's stories. I love, I love all the different age groups we have in there. I love I all the different, the amount of years people have been deconstructing, which sometimes is 10 to 15 years. I love, um, I love all of it. And I love hearing Amazing. like what people are into now. Like we, everyone is into all kinds of crazy shit and I love it. Yeah, we had a whole thread where people were discussing like what kinds of different forms of spirituality they've been like studying and getting into and exploring. It's yeah. just a great place to like have dope conversations. Everyone's like participating. I love it, guys. I love you so much. I love our listeners. So um, yes, we have a lot of fun interacting with you. I'm in the Facebook group quite a bit. Um, I try to, if not comment, react to most of the posts that I can and like make sure you guys know that I am reading everything you're posting even if I'm not actively engaging in the conversation, because mm-hmm. I'm also incredibly busy and exhausted. <laughs> yes, we're exhausted. It's like beautiful to, <laughs> yeah. I don't have four jobs, but I have a lot I of hobbies. I count this as a job. <laughs> I have too many hobbies. Yeah, um, I also have a lot of I hobbies. actually, I guess I have jobs because I get paid for some of my hobbies. Anyway, I love watching us create our own fucking community after leaving religion like it's really cool that we can bond and talk about this and it's not necessarily trauma some of it's trauma and it's good to be there for each other but i love that we can talk about our experiences and support each other we get it we've been there we are still there we're going through it and i just feel like we're really sticking it to the church by uh having our own community now you know it's so beautiful it it really feels a lot less lonely um, the journey mm-hmm. feels a lot less difficult because there are so many people that are on this journey with us. And, um, you know, this is a great, like that group is a great place to like, if you have questions and you're struggling in certain areas, like post that in there. If you want to have a conversation with somebody about it, like you're going to attract that in by being the, you know, being out there and, and really, yeah, participating mm-hmm. in the conversation. Um, it's really cool. I love it. It's, I love it's it too. A, it's a joy to be um, part of that. So it's yeah. also validating when people like your memes. So. I also love hearing when people are like, "I just started listening to the podcast," and I'm like, "Oh, my heart." Yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. This podcast yeah. is is so special. So um, it feels it's good wonderful. knowing people are really listening and paying attention. And we've had people like, relating like, and yeah getting shit from it i i hope that we can give you something too for listening (laughs) we can be there for you even though we're just shooting shit on the podcast but we see you it is wild to me that people like binge listen to us i'm like damn you really like our voices that much like okay i okay 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 (laughs) but i used to hate my voice like listening to myself talk not my singing voice because they both sound like wildly different but I used to hate it. And I don't know if I've just like matured or what, or if I've just gotten like used to it, but like, I don't mind it so much anymore. You grew into your voice. I feel like I I've grown into, into my voice. I also have like, <laughs> I have different voices. I have my podcast voice. I have my therapist voice, which is like much different. Now, Stacy, I want you to breathe in <laughs> on one, <laughs> two, three. <sighs> ah. <laughs> is that your therapy voice? <laughs> I need to come exactly get a massage that. from you so I can. Hear I would it. love to give you a massage. No, it's more like, <laughs> um, it, okay. So if you follow, do it. Do um, it. <laughs> if, if you guys, okay. So if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, you can. It is a private account. I will accept you. Um, maybe. under maybe I will fill out your page <laughs> and decide if I want you on there. Um, but you can, you know, if you want to add me on there. But if you're wanting to see what I do I post a lot about it on my private Instagram and it's a, it's a really cool form of massage so it's really really dope but you can hear my therapy voice because I do voiceovers for my job <laughs> all of the reels we make oh like, that's cool well, I didn't like, know well, that yeah welcome to Embody. today I'm gonna make the tea <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna serve you the tea this Just is sauna. let's walk through the sauna today together <laughs> I love that. I mean, I hate it, but I love it. 
Yeah. Guys, also like leave a review, um, five stars, you know, on Apple Podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts. That's like where the majority of our listeners are. So leave like a rating and a review. Why aren't you doing this, guys? Like you love us. Are, are the majority right? actually I think you're right. I think the majority right now are on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, so, so easy. you guys just leave a rating and a review. Um, we would love to see them little five stars. If you don't leave five stars, don't leave a rating and a review. Why would you do that to us? <laughs> I do want to see like a hater though do it because one star. They talk too much. It's a fucking podcast. <laughs> no, like they just won't shut up. Like we're really, doing. They right really made now. an entire page about not being a Christian anymore. Dude, yes, I saw that <laughs> comment. He was like. LOL, you literally made a page about not believing in God anymore. Ha ha. And I was like, yep. yep. <laughs> that is what this page is. Also, it's there literally. are many of them. Thank you. <laughs> we were not the first. Thank you. So good. Fantastic. All right. You Gucci? I'm Gucci. Cool. All right. Peace. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cheers to Leaving. Please find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cheers to Leaving. If you would like to send me a DM and give me any sort of ideas for upcoming episodes, I would love to hear from you. If you are interested in coming on the podcast to share your story, I would also love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening and supporting this podcast. It truly means so much to me. And I'll see you next time.